Hey guys, welcome back to Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake, and today we're back with a very special episode. Today we have former Lehigh and Boston College basketball player now playing overseas, James Karnick. James, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How's your day been? It's been good. It's been good. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Uh, I know we've been trying to do this for a little bit, so I'm excited to get this done. Great. So our first question is, what got you interested in basketball? Honestly, this was something that uh, was kind of pushed, not pushed, but kind of guided me. Um, my, my dad was actually an Olympian for judo and uh, world ch- world champions, recognizing Canada to be uh, as like a world uh, as a judo hall of fame. So uh, that's what I did a lot when I was younger. Um, where I'm from, Canada, sports isn't too big. So, um, you know, playing Division One, playing professionally, not really many kids did that. Um, so when I kind of started kind of seeing my basketball abilities and kind of seeing this as a road that I could go down, it's something that I kind of built for myself, kind of dreamed of, and something I started to pursue. So growing up, did you, like, watch any NBA? And were there some players you liked watching? And did you have a team? Did you have a favorite team? Honestly, I didn't watch too much NBA. I went to one vacation to Las Vegas, uh, probably when I was like around 12 or 13 years old. And uh, this was when it was Blake Griffin's uh, rookie year. And uh, it was my first time kind of really watching NBA. Um, I think it's right now it's 12, 13. We'll have to just look at the date when Blake Griffin, <laughs> it was like a rookie in his first or second year. And, uh, you know, I don't know why, but there was like, they were playing a lot of Clippers rerun. And uh, I, I really started enjoying watching all that. And so I became a big Clippers fan, just especially more of just like a Chris Paul and Blake Griffin fan. But I never really had a, a team, you know, especially because in Vancouver, the Grizzlies aren't there or anybody. And I was kind of too young when they were there. So, uh, yeah, I never really had a team. But right now, I currently just kind of like like watching players. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that that's about it. Don't really have a team. Yeah. So our next question for you, James, is what was like the whole recruitment process like and how did you end up at Lehigh? Great question. Great question. Um, so at the age of 15, I started doing a uh, prep school. Um, my first prep school I went to was in San Diego called Balboa Prep. I was teammates with DeAndre Ayton and a whole bunch of other like really talented players. Um and so, uh, yeah, I was doing that and that really exposed me to the basketball world and showed that if I want to make it in this basketball world, I would have to take it really seriously. So starting at that age, around 15, like basketball kind of became my life. Um, I started having having a different type of focus. And so then I started going to a bunch of different prep schools after that because I didn't really like how they were running things in San Diego. So I did a prep school locally. It was the first year doing that. And I did that for a year. And then I got invited to uh, uh, Orangeville Prep, which uh, just graduated uh, Thon Maker and Jamal Murray. And so, you know, they had a lot of hype um, taking. They took really good care of me and stuff like that. And then when I was there, I had uh, I started getting a lot of Division One offers because they had the exposure. Um, unfortunately, some of the USA circuits that we did when I was in the U.S., I was injured for. So I didn't get as much exposure that I liked. But nevertheless, I still got some decent offers. Um, I also played for an AU circuit called Dream Vision, which also helped give me some looks. But I felt 
Lehigh had two injured big men. So I was averaging, I think, around like 30 minutes as a freshman, which uh, was really good situation for me to kind of develop and get better. As sometimes looking back, I don't even think I really deserved those minutes because I wasn't working as hard as I should have. I wasn't focused, you know, being a freshman in college, you can get distracted pretty easily. Um, but then my sophomore year, I started getting really focused and I started playing a lot better. Junior year, I was still on that super grind and I was still really focused. Unfortunately, I got injured. I could have ended up really good year, like average like 16, 17, because I was averaging, I think, 12 or 13 points in non-conference play against some like decent teams. So conference play is usually easier. Um, but I got injured, um, came back the last two or three games of the season, and then I went to uh, Boston College through the transfer portal, which was a crazy experience. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, talking about Lehigh, what was just like the overall experience there like, you know, playing there for th- was, three years? Yeah, was a, a fun school. Um, it's smaller. So I think there's around like might be more now, but there's around like 4,500 students. And so, you know, it's really tight. You, I knew a lot of people in my class. I felt really connected. The only issue that I didn't like is there wasn't much athletic support. So when we would go on road trips or something, I would miss classes like it was inevitable to miss classes. But there wasn't really good resources to allow me to um, help with my education. So I ended up failing my calculus class my freshman year because I uh, I missed like a week and a half. We were on the road for uh, six days. We ended up getting snowed in in Kansas. So I, I missed like a whole week of school. And when I came back, I had like a week to prepare for exam. And the, what they were studying was completely like I was did not. I was so lost in that class. And uh, so that was really difficult. But the overall community and stuff, it was nice. I just think that if they wanted to be more of a sports school, they definitely have good uh, recruiting talents. Um, they just don't have the resources that I think some of these other teams do for their athletics. That was kind of what they missed out on. But. Still, I enjoyed my time there. So what made you want to transfer schools and leave Lehigh? Uh, just like I said, with the with the not really having act- academic or athletic support, um, it was making made it kind of frustrating. I knew that this wasn't really the true college experience. Um, so I I also I just wanted to go to a place and also they were developing me as like a five man and at six foot nine. In the professional scene, yeah, I'm a bigger guy. I'm 255, 250 pounds. But uh, I truly think, especially my aspirations are the NBA. Uh, it's probably hard to be in the NBA being a five-man at six foot nine. So I knew I really wanted to expand my game. Um, and that wasn't really what I could do there. Um, so I ended up, one of the biggest reasons why I transferred to Boston College was they promised me, like, hey, like, we'll work on everything here. We're not just going to put you in the post and – and uh, make you just a solid big man. So, um, you know, that was a big factor because I my final, I had uh, Arizona State, um, Boston College, and what was the other one? I think Oregon I was interested in going to. Um, but the biggest reason I went to Boston College was just the 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 chance of me kind of grow my game and then also being playing in the ACC, you know. I knew that would be a super fun experience. So, Yeah. So what was like the whole process of, uh, you know, entering the transfer portal? And then was it like, were there other schools, you know, that you were interested in? And then like, when did you eventually make the decision to go to Boston College? The transfer portal is wild. 
is wild. Um, you probably, if you've interviewed other people, you've probably heard, but it's a wild thing. Um, it's probably even more wild now, but on my first day entering the transfer portal, I think my cell phone said I had 56 calls, all from just different schools. You know, I was literally calling, I was on a phone with one school and during that phone call, I was getting called by like one or two other programs. Um, so no, that was wild. Um, it was a little hectic because um, there was definitely some schools I wanted to follow up with, but I lost their numbers because at first I was waiting till after the phone call to kind of put their information in my phone. And then, you know, sometimes, like I said, I would hang up and answer another phone call. So I wouldn't be able to kind of touch back with some of these coaches um, because uh, I lost their number or something like that. Right. Um, also, there were some schools that were wanting me to sit out a year because the way I, when I was transferring, there was still a weirdness about sitting out for a year. Players going to be able to play right away. So, uh, yeah, I ended up um, finding a situation where I could play right away at Boston College. And like I said, it gave me opportunity to expand my game. And that's which is some of the really biggest factors. So what was the whole experience at Boston College like? Um, I think my my view of it's probably going to be a little bit um, I don't know tinted compared to other people who were there because uh, um, I was there during COVID times, right? My first year, there was like nobody on campus as much, and uh, everyone wearing masks as most other schools were too. But I didn't really get to. There's no fans for the first year, so. Uh, I didn't get to experience too much. And then as it was kind of recovering more my second year, it got a lot better. You know, the fans started showing their support. They could be a little bit ruthless sometimes. Boston College aren't afraid to kind of go after their own players. Um, but no, I had a good experience. I think the new coach there, Earl Grant, Coach Grant, I, he's a great guy. Um, he He's really big on setting a culture. And I never really understood how much culture really impacts your play and the team until I went there because my first year there the culture was really bad and I was really kind of worried for that and I was I was honestly going to leave I was almost about to go to some other schools but uh I uh I decided to kind of stick it out and I'm happy I did because yeah getting to meet Coach Grant and stuff. I learned a lot from him. I like his 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 view and stuff. And, you know, we were in the ACC play, we started making a solid run. And I think uh, we if Miami didn't get that buzzer beater, you know, I think we could have kept on going. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I was really happy with my experience there. And I, I got to do the things that that I wanted to come there. You know, I was I was working off – uh, off the dribble a little bit, shooting, um, and then still getting my post games. So now I was really happy being there. So, you know, after college now, you're playing overseas. So, uh, you know, what has that experience been like so far? You know, like what was the transition like? What's been like the biggest difference between college and professional? Overseas reps are just so soft. I played uh, in the summer in uh, Canada in the CEBL League. And I was doing really well because they're North American refs. Um, honestly, the style of play in Europe is a lot different. Um, you know, it's common if if a team's on the transition, you know, usually we practice one-on-one -on -one defense in North America, especially in 
in uh, US. Um, in Europe, they just say foul them. Don't don't let them get the advantage. Just just literally foul them while they're on a like well if you're in front of them, foul them. And just weird things like that. They'll call intentional fouls so often. They like especially I was just playing in Switzerland, so maybe my my view might be actually no, I was playing Czech Republic too, and I was pretty similar. So yeah, it's just and they call some things like a travel that in North America wouldn't be a travel. It's just really interesting. Um that being said, the the style of play is not really aggressive. It's more finesse players. A lot of people don't really want to do the dirty work. I think that's why the Czech national team was really interesting to me. Um, because you know, I'm a really gritty type person. They realize if they that's really valuable in Europe. Um so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to kind of playing with the Czech national team. And uh, right now, I'm uh, I'm looking for current other uh, opportunities. Uh, you know, um, either Spain, France, or Germany. Right now, I pro A like the more top leagues is kind of where I'm I'm shooting at. Before I was in Switzerland, it wasn't too good of a league. So, yeah. What are some of your goals moving forward in your career in basketball? Um. So the biggest one I would say would be uh, uh, qualify for the 2024 Olympics with the Czech national team. Um, you know, I should be around heading, you know, I'll be 26 then. So I should be, you know, getting closer to my, or my prime and, you know, physique. Like I think 26 to around like 30 is usually when players are like at their peak. Right. Um, so I'm hoping to, you know, start, getting my peak form and be like a heavy, uh, heavy contender with the the Olympic team, you know, with that, I think there will just be some solid opportunities to come, you know, if I'm able to kind of prove myself in the Olympic games or overseas and, you know, hopefully get back into get a two way or a league contract is, is my ultimate goal is yeah. What I'm trying to trying to do. So we're going to move on to four quick rapid fire questions. Our first is, what is your favorite stadium that you've played in your career? Favorite team? Favorite stadium. Stadium. Ooh. Um, North Carolina. Uh, what's your uh, favorite hobby outside of playing basketball? Uh, summertime swimming. Uh, in the winter, I started this year, I started picking up the guitar. What also is your video favorite games. moment in your career so far? Pardon me? Favorite moment in your career so far? Um, In the CEBL on my birthday game. Just this last summer, I scored 23 points. I scored the game winner, and I was the player of the game all on Canadian national television. That was pretty awesome. And to end it off, uh, what's your favorite sports movie? Sports movie? Um, this most Hustle was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. I yeah. also really like The Blind Side, too. So that's pretty much going to wrap up our interview with you, James. Thank you so, so much for hopping on the show. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much.